0: Andrew, are you in a good mental space? Yeah.
1: Nice, that's what we want to hear and see. Excellent,
0: that's the best. Good
1: Friday, boys, good Friday.
0: Hey, the Lord is almost risen.
2: What's up, guys? Oh, is this it? Is this the show? I mean, we're recording now. Wait, we've
1: been recording this entire time?
2: No, just for the last 30 seconds.
0: We're going we to everything you say we're going to cut anyway, Scotty. Yeah,
2: it's part of the best.
0: All right. Welcome to Ruthless Obsession. Um, I'm your host, Kevin. These two beautiful gentlemen above me in the video are Andrew and Scott. I'm not messing around today, okay? We're going right into it. There's a lot of sports things happening. We've had some fun the last couple episodes, joking around with our, with our little brother. We have too much to go through, so we're just going to go straight into it, okay? Just to give everybody a little taste of what's to come. We're going to be talking some NFL news as always. The NFL news never stops. But specifically pro days and some preliminary draft talk as well as the NFL's expansion to 17 game regular seasons and what the, some of the implications might be. And then we're also going to touch on the start of the 2021 MLB season, which actually kicked off yesterday, but you know, neither here nor there. We're going to get into it. Um, so let's just start off with with the NFL stuff. So big news, NFL passes another ruling um, that will extend the regular seasons from 16 games to 17 games. So I have some thoughts on this, but from a high level, can I just get an initial just reaction just, just is it a good thing or a bad thing? Scotty.
1: I think that it is as a fan, it's a good thing uh, overall. It's more, more, more weeks, more, more football, and we love football. And it also, you know, removing one preseason game, which no one really cares about anyway. like, that's just like, I mean, preseason is important. Don't get me wrong. You know, I see you're looking around. I, I know. But like, you know, ha- yeah, you seem like, you know, that was like a controversial statement. But having one less preseason game that people can get injured, you know, for and all that type of stuff. And adding that to the regular season, I think is fantastic overall. There's definitely some negative implications here, um, but but overall,
0: yeah, feeling pretty good about it.
2: Drew, I love it.
1: Okay,
2: I, awesome. I love
0: it. Awesome, that's good. That's more good. games I want, the better. More games the better. Um, the 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 bigger deal, I think, is exactly what Scotty was kind of touching on, which is there's more games well actually no you you said that eliminating a preseason game eliminates the chances of people getting hurt did you say that
2: no he said which, that eliminating one of the preseason games and putting it into the regular season increases the chances of somebody getting hurt in the regular which, season which yeah that's you're which right is so true. I'm, I'm, yeah but el- it,
1: it 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 will just inherently reduce preseason injuries though which are always the worst like injuries happen throughout the course of the season of course but what really sucks is you know a guy like Jordy Nelson tears his ACL in the very first preseason game and he's out all year you know like yeah you get hurt in a regular season that's just part of playing the game but you're getting hurt in the preseason you know that's just that's just bogus because you don't even need to be out there right now you know
0: so you're happier if they get injured week one than if they get injured week four of the preseason
1: yeah
2: why oh, would you well, I'm not, be happy not, ever?
1: Well, I wouldn't be happy. Well, week
2: one would at least matter.
1: Situation. Yeah, at least you get some like real real playing time and real value out of that player versus having them get injured in a game that doesn't matter. You know what I mean?
0: I think what's going to happen, and, and this is going to cause some some messes, especially in the fantasy football world, but I think you're going to see teams intentionally resting guys, even if it's only for a half. Let's say, even if it's a, it's a competitive game, but like the Bucks are playing the Lions, and they're not too worried about it. They're up by a, a score or two. They might sit, not Brady, but no, maybe they will sit Brady. They might sit some of their stars, and Mike Evans, who's always banged up, but plays through it. Um, I could see that happening quite frequently and without much notice. So,
1: Absolutely. And I, I could see, especially games like blowout games, you know, like those games where, you know, it's, it's a one o'clock game on, you know, week, week I don't know, 12 or whatever, and a team's losing by 20 points in the third quarter. You usually get some garbage time touchdowns and stuff that, like, actually help out from a fantasy football standpoint. We might not get those now. They'll put the backups in or they'll put the, you know, whatever. So,
2: well, so one thing that I think you really have to watch out for with stuff like this is it's it's predominantly about... Offensive lines and running backs are the ones that I care about the most, losing a preseason game and potentially moving that like an injury into the regular season, because, you know, those are the most important parts of the team, in my opinion, the O-line, the running back, like people who, you know, are every down, just go, go, go. Right. Like, so I, I would like to see less injuries there. So I'm curious if, like, maybe they start camp a little bit early or something. I mean, who knows, like, what you would have to do to compensate that.
0: I mean, right now, the plan for OTAs and off-season workouts is not changing. I think the the NFL calendar has hardly, hardly changed whatsoever. I, I, I'm pretty sure teams still report at the same time. And, you know, if you think, if you really get into it, a lot of these athletes, I mean, they're professional athletes. They're working out, you know, six days a week. Their 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 job is to make sure that they are ready to play. So, one could even argue that they don't even need that much that much practice in the off season, especially OTAs that are you especially are voluntary for a lot of veteran players. When you get into the summertime. If you show up out of shape or I don't know slow or not mentally with it, then then it doesn't matter when you start a preseason you're going to be out of shape. You know what I mean? At, at, like the the four the, the, that month of in August where you play some preseason games, it's really for fine tuning things and, and starting to get people working in a game plan. So, I think that I don't think that this will have any any impact from a preseason or preparation standpoint. I think that the 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 biggest impact will be you know come Sunday when you're up and you're going to sit off of Kamara cuz he's your only good player and you don't want to risk him getting injured because you have an extra game. So um, the other thing is the actual matchups. So I'm I'm pretty sure, and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong here, but from what I've gathered is um, how it's going to, to work is this year, all of the AFC teams are going to host the additional game. And teams will be playing the team in the NFC, in an NFC division that finished in the, in the same spot of the division, meaning the Browns finished in the third Third spot of the AFC North, so they're going to play. The <laughs> okay, yeah, it, go ahead. You...
1: It's it's actually even more, um, even more measured than that. So they're basically taking everyone in the AFC, seeding them one through sixteen. Okay, and each number one will play each other from the previous season. So the Packers are playing the Chiefs because they were the two first. They were the two number one seeds, each in each each conference. So it's not. Based on division and division rank, its overall rank conference combined, rank, Which which to me makes this even more impactful because because and it's gonna really, in my opinion, create a little bit more parity in the league and teams will have more similar records now than before because if you have the Chiefs playing the Packers and you have you know the Lions playing the Texans, for example, like those are two wildly different matchups that and it, the teams the teams that finished really well in the previous season have an even harder schedule now than they did before. And the teams that did really poorly have even, you know, even less of a difficult schedule in the context of the entire season. So you'll, 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 I think you'll see a lot more final records that are closer to each other than, than before. Maybe you won't have a, you know, 14 and three team anymore. You'll have a, you'll have a lot more, um, boy this math is going to be really the math was always so easy this is another impact to the schedule you could just do oh yeah three and 13 now i gotta do like three and 14 is the going to be your predicted final schedule you yeah know? it's one yeah, more that plus one that really...
0: math that plus one really throws you yeah, off
1: it's huh tough. yeah it's My tough gosh. but you get what <laughs> i'm saying
0: and yes i do um i yeah the nfl exactly what they needed more parody um yeah um, I'm, I'm excited for I'm excited for it in general because obviously as a fan it's no skin off my butt. I mean, 17th game, cool. But the but some of the teams were I think got a particularly particularly harder schedule. And I wrote down just a couple of the matchups that struck me as as good and bad. Um, the the Buccaneers oh, were going to be playing the Colts. That sucks for the Colts. I mean, the Colts are in a really competitive division now with the Jags. Who knows? Maybe Trevor Lawrence has like a great, you know, a better than average season. But that was looking to be, and it still kind of is, the, the Colts' division, even though they didn't—I don't even think they won it last year. The Titans won it. So uh, the Titans, actually, I didn't write down who they're playing, but I think it was like a ho-hum team. But the Eagles play the Jets. Talk about, you know, I mean, I know the Eagles weren't great last year. They I mean, nobody in, that, in, in the NFC East even had a winning record, I don't, I don't think. But the Eagles playing the Jets is a huge win for them. Uh, Pittsburgh has to play the Seahawks. That's going to be tough. It's going to be very tough. It's not yeah. – I wouldn't say that's a well, very welcome game. Um, I think the Panthers got a, a nice little game with the Texans that, you know, they're probably, they're probably going to draft a rookie QB, playing a sorry Texans team with a brand-new head coach and basically a brand-new team and all the Deshaun Watson stuff, which who knows how that's all going to play out. And then last the last game I, I, I called out, I know I, I didn't mention the, the Packers-Chiefs, which is going to be awesome, but I, that's, a, that's a coin flip in my mind right now. But Cincinnati has to play the 49ers. And I I'll know. tell you what, I'm... the 49ers, I, as we'll get into with with some of the draft coverage, I think the 49ers are going to be a good team for, for not only this next year, for the next couple of years. I think
1: I think you're right about that. And I'm I was I was very unfortunate to hear that news that that was going to be their matchup because they're pro- like if you look at every year, like one team, like any team that substantially improves, improves year over year. The Niners seem like that. That's going to they're going to be that this year because they had massive injuries last season. You know, they they've got a pretty good draft spot now. Like, I, I feel like they're 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 going to be they're going to be tough. So yeah. that's definitely a bummer. The only thing I'd say about this this uh, week seventeen thing is, and this is something I kind of realized but never really remembered, um, the regular season and career records now might be significantly impacted. You know, now that there's an extra regular season game, so like the single season record for touchdown passes and you know yards. Now that there's a whole another game, I think that could be impacted. Just as just like hold on, just like it was impacted when they moved from 14 games to 16 games, all, all those, all those records just got completely obliterated. Now everyone, like the top 20 of everything doesn't even have those, those players in there that played in that era, you know, because there's just more games. So it adds and up over the career. Okay. Drew,
2: so you're, you're 15 and zero. the last two games you you've already clinched. You're good. The last two games, they don't matter to you. Why, why play Tom Brady in those last two games, give him two weeks of rest
1: assuming that that's assuming that you have that record and that luxury but we just talked about that extra parity you probably have another loss that you might not have had earlier in the season maybe you know you might rest some folks but you still have a whole nother if you're really competitive and let's just say you're you know you're fighting for a playoff spot and you have a really good quarterback and you've got 5,000 yards already passing maybe you have another 400 yard game and you you break the single season record now where you wouldn't have done that before with the 16 game format
0: so, in Andrew's scenario, do you think that they should – oh, Tom Brady, he sat the last two games because they didn't really need to play. But, you know, if he, if he did play, let's just take those two games, find his average, and tack on some stats. And that's his that's – his, those are his stats for the year. Do you think we should just do that since he, he didn't finish the season? But, you know, he might as well – stats don't matter, Scotty. The game changes all the time. Records matter. Records records matter a little bit. Records matter for for making your case for the Hall of Fame, for first ballot Hall of Famers. Right. nothing else matters. I mean, Scotty, the game has changed so much just in the last 20 years. I mean, the the passing in general has blown up. I mean, uh, you have all these quarterbacks that are in the Hall of Fame now. If you go pull up Aikman's numbers, Bradshaw's numbers, Montana's numbers, all these guys, they don't have anything – close to any quarterback even someone like the the so i could i i don't have i'm not going to do it now i'll I, maybe i'll do this for the next time i'll i could look up some quarterbacks that have like you know decent careers andy dalton let's say he's got has a little decent career going on right he's, he's actually going to continue i could look up andy dalton stats and i bet you we would find a hall of famer from back in the day that his stats are match but andy dalton's not a hall of famer not right now i'll you know, i'll leave out the you know who For knows sure. with the Bears? Who knows with the Bears? Hey, man. Yeah, Chi-Town. But, you know, that's what I'm saying. So The game has just changed so much that, you know, sometimes the game changes. You know, I, I, this, the, well, I guess my only point is, is that adding the 17th game, it does not worry me whatsoever about the... Uh, I'm more worried about the player's health than, oh, no, how is this going to impact the all-time passing leader stats? It's, yeah, it's not... also
2: not, like it's it's not like they went from sixteen games to twenty games or twenty two games like then then it's like, oh wow, you have half of a whole nother regular season to pad stats, but like it's one game i mean you're you're not gonna go out there and and break a record by one yard or something like that, just because you yeah. got the next gate, you're going to blow it out by like 50 yards, hundred yards, 200 yards. So, yeah. yeah.
0: I'll also say that people already complain about certain, certain people on those leaderboards, just being compilers. People say Drew Brees is just a compiler. I mean, he he's only won one thing in his life. A couple, I think he's had a couple MVPs. Hey, I'm a, i am I love Drew Brees. I'm, I'm not getting on Drew Brees, uh, Frank Gore. He's just been playing for 20 years. Running backs don't play for 20 years anymore. He's a compiler. I don't believe that. I'm just telling people say that. So you already have people in in these top leaderboards, all time leaderboards, that like are they there because they were actually good, or are they just good enough to stick around for for a long time and just compile It's the
1: NFL? Every, if you're if you're there that long and you compile those now, numbers, you're doing it because you're good. You're not just like oh.
0: I hear what you're saying, but but there are people there. Are, there are players in the NFL that might not be starter worthy. But they're there. They're on teams because they are. They represent veteran leadership for perhaps, just like Like, I just mentioned, Frank Gore. Just Frank Gore on the Jets. He might not. He's he's obviously not in one of the top thirty-two running backs in the league. Okay, he's not a starter, but he's on a team because he's because he's good enough, and he has intangible value which is why he stuck around. It's the same thing going to happen with Adrian Peterson. He's going to be around way longer than we're going to be like, wow, Adrian Peterson's still playing. Like what? We're already doing that. I mean, he's a little yeah, bit of a good and, story. And the, he actually had some single seasons that were just out of this world, but
1: they did, But Frank Gore will be a hall of famer without a and doubt. As he
0: should be. But you're talking to, we're talking about the all time leaderboard on these stats. You, you brought it up. Yeah. So uh, I'm just saying there's even a case to be made for the guys that are on there that they, maybe they shouldn't be let alone people that might now crack the top 10 because they added an extra game so I'm just saying like those all-time leaderboards like there's always a little bit of there's story within the lines there they that... have
1: those leaderboards for a reason you know who you know who you know who these people are for a reason because it's important people hold that yeah. people hold that to some high regard at the end of the does is that now does that warrant us not making this move to 17 games of course not you still do it I'm not saying that like oh you know we count I'm not even remotely presenting that case at all. I think it's a good move to move to 17 games. I'm just saying this is an, a kind of an unintended impact and consequence that I don't think a lot of people think about until it actually happens. And then before you know it, you know, we're, we're talking 10 years from now about like, oh, wow, Patrick Mahomes is, is clearly better than Peyton Manning because look at, his, look at his regular season stats. He's broken records and he's broken – like people uh, will say that. They will absolutely no, say that. It might no, not be us, no, but no. people will.
2: No, because, okay, if you, like, go and switch to, like, a, a sport like baseball where they have the DH role and people just, like, who are fading in their career, they don't play anymore, but they go out and they DH, you, do you consider them padding their stats to the point where they need to be, like, regarded as the best hitters of all time just baseball. because for the last 10 be- yeah. years they've been DHing. Baseball, um, baseball,
1: baseball holds those records into the highest regard are you kidding me like they they are the baseball fanatics are the ones who put that uh, the all-time home run leader getting 600 home runs getting you know three thousand hits those those milestones what are what puts you in the hall of fame so hell yes people are out there trying to pad their stats at the end of their career trying to hit a few more dingers so they can get into the 250 club or whatever you know that's happening. That is a hundred percent happening okay, in baseball.
0: Okay, okay, so. okay, I'm I'm gonna say one more thing about the NFL. This whole leaderboard crap that we I'm just gonna float it out there. You can respond to it if you want, but I don't think you'll need to, Scotty. We don't need to worry about anybody going. Oh, Patrick Mahomes. Look at his numbers compared to Peyton Manning. Obviously, he's better because at the end of the day, there's always more stats to look at, and and per game averages, and per like all all of those things will will balance it out. I mean those you can't fudge with just an extra game fair
1: yeah absolutely those are more if you're
0: actually worried about oh this person rushed for the most yards they've got 50 more than emmett smith you know whatever that
1: would be a huge record to break emmett smith has i mean it would it, it would especially in today's game
0: that's fine whatever. next topic please thank you okay still sticking with the nfl Um. Oh, what a great time of year it is for the NFL. No games are happening. All we have is conjecture and NFL draft talk. Pro days just happened last week, boys. I guess just happened last week. Uh, but uh, what I love about this time of year and the pro days specifically, I, I like the combine. We didn't. They didn't have it this year uh, for obvious reasons. Um, but guys come out of the woodwork and 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 player college players names become things it's, this is where this is where their NFL lore begins it's a beautiful thing it can also be a really ugly thing one of, one of the things i want to mention first off and obviously whenever you're talking NFL draft quarterbacks are like the the i don't know it's the number one topic um, and uh, that's no different here Justin Fields I'm putting out there right now is absolutely the second-best quarterback in the draft, maybe the first-best quarterback in the draft. And all of the, what I find hilarious about what's happening this year specifically is for about two years now, two actual calendar years, we've been talking about Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields being one and two. Where the hell did all these other white quarterbacks come from? This BYU clown and, the, and, and Mac Jones? Is, this, is his first name actually just MAC? Is it, is it, is it Mackenzie Jones? I mean well I don't even know this guy. I know he obviously he played at Alabama. I, I, he's not like a nobody. but you're talking about Justin Fields now dropping to like the bottom of the top 10. What? Like let's not kid ourselves. There's another thing a fun thing about this time of year is there's so much smoke. Teams are always playing politics with each other. It's awesome. And you have things like we I don't think we broke it down, but there I don't know, it was a week and a half ago. The, or no, it was um, just a, just less than a week ago uh, where the 49ers and the Dolphins had a huge blockbuster multi-year implication trade for the 49ers to go up to the third spot behind the Jets. Every, you don't do that kind of a move and give away what they gave, which was this year's first, next year's first. And some change and not change it's, like it's insignificant, but like, like I just
1: 2023, 20, that's two, three total first round picks. So next year, in the year, and end. two
0: additional. Okay, gotcha. Right. But you don't do that if you're not targeting a quarterback. So right. now all eyes are on Jimmy G and which quarterback the Jets are going to take because Trevor Lawrence is a consensus. Number one, although wouldn't it be just great if Urban shocked the world? probably gets fired you know next year because of it but took justin fields over Trevor. i would love that it would it would throw every i mean jets fans could not be happier right but anyway i'm 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 getting a little bit ahead of myself the the interesting thing about the trade and all of this smoke about and maybe it's not smoke i just you know what do i what do i know but maybe people actually like oh my gosh i don't even know his name not mac jones but the byu kid
1: it's uh Zach. Wilson. Wow, Zach Wilson, Zach Wilson. Thank
0: you. And I remember Trey Lance from North Dakota State. He's also slid up in there. Is these these this this big five quarterbacks now, and I just I and you see all these mock draft. I'm sorry, I'm kind of rambling here, but you see all these mock draft. I'm worked up about it. You see all these mock drafts with, oh, there's going to be four quarterbacks taken in a row. I don't know if that's ever happened before. I mean. In a had. row, four in a row, and then only because the Bengals are there. Everybody's like, you know, the Bengals aren't going to take a quarterback; they have one. But, but then with the sixth pick being a quarterback, it's just it's nuts right now. It's a crazy time of year, and I just think it's hilarious. I, I think I think it's hilarious that that some of these guys float up to the top for no reason other than some teams are getting scared, or you just want to create some buzz. Do you have it, Scotty? Do you, I'll, t- I'll pass it to you now. I'll officially hand the baton. Here you go. Do you have any thoughts on pro days in general, any of the specific players? Because I've got more on this, obviously. But, but what are your thoughts on all this stuff?
1: I've got a few thoughts. Okay, so first off, selfishly, as a Bengals fan, I am loving, I am absolutely loving the fact that everyone in front of the Bengals is projected to take quarterback, which, I mean, that's the best. Is the best-case scenario. Okay.
2: Real
0: quick, real quick. I, that is not the best-case scenario, Scotty. You, as a Bengals fan, you want to have no say in the matter. So hey, I was the he was the best player available. I had no choice but to take him. It was it was it was clear cut and obvious. But now you're going to have the top wide receiver. You'll have the top lineman. You'll have the top everything else other than quarterback to choose from. And one of those guys. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. I know you're saying this is not a bad position to be in, but it is okay. a bad. Hold on, it is a bad position because we're talking Bust City now. If you take. This this L S U wide receiver to match up with Burrow. Well, I'm not even saying that would be a bad choice. I'm not even saying as a fan I wouldn't want that, because I might. But the best edge retcher, the best O line. This is talking like they need the top five picks.
2: They it's need the line, though.
0: We're talking about like potential Hall of Famers in a top five in the top five pick here. You can't mess yes. that up.
1: You can't mess it up, but here's the thing here's the thing, guys. I would much, as a fan, much rather be in this position where my team last year got the best quarterback and overall player in the draft, okay? And now this year is in a position to choose the best non quarterback player in the draft. That's two best, best player, two potential Hall of Fame picks two years in a row. And I would much rather be in that position than be a freaking New York Jets fan or a 49ers fan who are making these moves and looking for a quarterback and and getting, like, Zach Wilson. You know, like, I'm not excited. About, I wouldn't be excited about that if I was a Jets fan. I would want Trevor Lawrence, maybe. I'd be pumped about that. But I would I, I, I would hate that as a fan that your team is trying to move up or whatever to get, like, the second or third best quarterback in the draft when all those other players are available. So having that need filled – and having the opportunity to select whoever you want, on top of that, is a great position to be in. And as a fan, I'm very excited about. It. Is there pressure? Yeah, there's pressure. You can't get this wrong. But you're at least have the opportunity to make that choice. Meanwhile, if you're down like in 15 or 16, you gotta just take whatever's given to you. And that's also where bus city is too. Bus city is everywhere, man. There, there's there's always Bus in the first round at every level of or every position. So you just can't you can't predict that. So but that's that's. That's, but I would like to go on to a little bit, few, few other things here. So I also would completely agree that Justin Fields is getting a raw deal in this evaluation process. He, he ran the fastest 40 like in quarterback history. I think Robert Griffin III was the only other quarterback that has run that fast of a 40-yard dash, which is amazing in itself. I also think that Justin Fields is built a little bit differently than Robert Griff- Griffin III third aka he's not made of porcelain so he's not going to get injured and he's going to have a really successful career i think and i think that he will be the best quarterback from this draft i'm not even saying that you know as a bias you know ohio state whatever i'm saying that because if you if you look traditionally those quarterbacks the quarterbacks that become really really good other than like the guy the number one pick peyton manning joe burrows of the world it's those guys that get picked like, you know, Patrick Mahomes like at eight and he wasn't the best quarterback evaluated at that time. Like you know, people are kinda like ho hum on him. I think he's gonna be he's gonna be the best one. And if you if a team like if he does end up dropping and a team like Carolina is able to get him in pick seven or wherever, they are going to be light years light years better than than the competition because of that, I think. Meanwhile you got all right, go ahead. Oh Most no no time. sorry
0: I was just the the finger went up as like a, hey I want to you know, but you don't I didn't want me to cut you off
1: All right well I think so I think Fields is going to be really good okay uh and I think that all those other teams particularly the 49ers trading up to 3 to get a quarterback that is so risky you 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 have you have basically mortgaged your future the next 3 years for 3 two first round picks now you will not have to get the third best player in this draft and probably the third best quarterback that's picked, maybe not best, but you, that, that level of assurance for the 49ers that that person's going to be there seems wild to me, you know, like, how do you know that unless you're just good with all three and whatever the third one is, you'll just take them. Like that doesn't seem like a good way to plan your organization's future, in my opinion. So I, I, I like the 40, like we were just talking about the 49ers. I like the 49ers, you know, chances of improvement next season, but I think this is a huge gamble, and if they if they pick the wrong one, they're really screwed. Way more than if the Bengals pick the wrong person and pick number five. All right, those are my thoughts. Go ahead.
0: Wow, what tasty thoughts you have,
2: uh, Andrew? You have anything? Well, I, I do really enjoy pro days, and like I I mean I'm a, I'm a big rookie. Like NFL fantasy drafter, I love drafting rookies and stuff like that. So, so this is like when I start to actually get into football season. Um, I I am kind of surprised that Justin Fields dropped a little bit in like the the rankings ahead of time, but as a Justin Fields like fan. I'm kind of okay with that. I would rather see him go somewhere like Carolina and and be able to do something right out of the gate because then I could draft him in fantasy and he's going to do good for me because he got on one of those like, you know, medium teams that, you know, went and got like six, seven wins last season without having like a really good quarterback or something like that. And then he comes in and he does very well for like, that's the kind of stuff that I want to see happen. So I'm I'm totally okay with him dropping ranks right now. Like honestly, so okay with it.
0: And you know, as an Ohio State family, whichever team he goes to, that's the first. That, I mean, he's getting picked high in the draft. Oh yeah, and probably by Andrew. Um, I just in in thinking about Justin Field, I know this has become a Justin Fields conversation, and I'm okay with it. But in thinking about where I would like him to go, and I also want to put it out there, all you clowns out there that are saying that he's just Dwayne Haskins 2.0 could not, be, could not be more wrong. You don't watch football. I think that Justin Fields will be better than Lamar Jackson. Now, you know, I don't know that he'll win the MVP. I don't know if he'll put up those numbers in, in one season, but he's as athletic as Lamar Jackson and is a better thrower than Lamar Jackson. So, I would love, love to see him go to pretty much any other team than the Jets, but the 49ers would be so great. And if not the 49ers, if for some reason he makes it to four, Atlanta, just do it. Don't even think about it. Just do it. Oh, Atlanta He'll, makes so much sense. Right? He's from that Georgia. Makes so much sense. Yeah. Oh. He's the hometown, hometown hero, hero at that point. Yeah. That's oh. exactly right. So, hey, Matt, Matty Ice, love you, buddy. But like, you can go play in in Denver for this season. I mean, you'll be fine out in Denver.
1: He'd be good in Denver. We
0: well, the, well, there's some weather concerns, but yeah, he look he looks like a Denver quarterback. That's fine. Where's Denver picking play. in the draft? Uh, they're eight or nine. Are they? So I mean, they're in play for a quarterback too. They I think I think I've seen I've seen Trey Lance fall to fall there. I've seen I've seen some mocks that have Denver moving back. Um, I've also seen ones with Denver taking the, uh, one of the two t- top tackles in the draft. But yeah, they're mock drafts. Nobody knows anything. It's, you got to be in the day of, you know? I think Denver,
1: Denver, in my opinion, would be the second worst place for Justin Fields to go next to New York. I would not want him to go there. I would you do, want him.
0: You, you're doing that based on coaching staff, right? I am. And I'm blaming just
1: and, just and the organization in general.
0: Now, in terms of weapons, I mean Denver's got some weapons. I mean, they've got yeah. a good young wide receiving core, a good tight end, you know, and, and their defense isn't isn't garbage, but yeah, I just don't think anybody believes in that coaching staff. Just like but you know, the Jets have a brand new coaching staff too. I know it's the Jets and they still got some of the stink that a lot of bad teams would have, but and I and as, as a as a, a young player, I would not be excited necessarily to go play for the Jets. But who knows? Like, yes, we should leave some room for you know, teams. The Browns are, are obviously better than they were three years ago. The Bengals are going to be better than they were three years ago. You know, whatever you, you never know with these things, but but yeah, I, I, Vic Van Vic Fangio, that's the thing, He he's still there. I don't know how. Why didn't they get a new I coach? Think. They didn't do much last year. Maybe they just maybe he just is a good fit with the front office. I don't know. We have some insiders who maybe should ask.
1: That's true. Like we should. That. Yeah, got some rumors of top golf today or something.
0: <laughs> one other thing um, just to, to non quarterbacks have you I guess I'll, I'll throw this out to you guys after I mentioned one player that I've been thinking about. Did anybody that's catching buzz you know now in the last couple of days last week catch your eyes specifically? One of the guys that I don't know if I believe in it necessarily, but it's this Rousseau guy from Miami, this edge rusher uh, Greg Rousseau. Greg Um, he's supposed to go in like the you know the 20s in the draft but um, he sat out last year from COVID and he posted like 15 and a half sacks his last year that he played for Miami he's supposed to be great and he's right in the Browns range so I'd be I'd be I'd be happy with a lot of players you know picking 26 it's not you know whatever it's just fill the needs that you have but did any other players stand out to you before I move on to something else
1: for me and I know this might not be um, you know super controversial crazy because he uh, he was supposed to be one of the top players to be drafted this year and rated very highly but but after seeing pro day and seeing his performance and all of the the raves and reviews as a as a Bengals fan picking the best player that you possibly could pick you know at number five I really want Kyle Pitts from the tight end from from Florida I feel like what, what he can bring to the game I mean, he'll be like like Travis Kelsey on steroids potentially. You know, he could be just as good as Travis Kelsey, and having him as a just as just an absolute matchup nightmare with Tyler Boyd and T Higgins, with Joe Mixon in the backfield, look out, Bengals offense. I would, I, and I was like I, before, I was all in for for the best tackle in in the game, drafting that person, whoever that might be, because obviously we need to protect Joe Burrow, and and. They signed Riley Reef, which I think is a good signing. He'll play; ta- he's a huge upgrade in in right tackle. Um, and then Jonah Williams on the other side. So, it's it, I, I would not be upset if they drafted Pitts and then took a guard or a center, you know, high in the second round. So, but that guy, he looks so impressive. He looks so. Whatever team drafts him, he's gonna be he's gonna be a fantasy football machine. And I think that he's gonna make any team that he's on better personally. So that's that's my pick.
0: The raves and reviews.
1: That's right. Raves and reviews. Because that's a rave. A, a rave isn't necessarily a review, you know? You could rave about something, but not really review it.
0: Um, I got two words for you, Scotty David Njoku. Just let that one stew with you, buddy.
1: All right. But what, is J- what if David Njoku could actually catch the ball? He would be one of the best tight ends, right? This guy can catch the ball.
0: We're talking about buzz going into the draft, and guess what? Both were a buzzing I'm just yeah,
1: what He wasn't drafted until like pick twenty or twenty-five. I know. Right?
0: People were people had no idea why the Browns traded up to get him. Yeah. Now we know why. I'm all I'm saying, Scotty. If Joe Burrow is as good as you think he is, and as good as I think he is, I think he's good. Guess what? He does not need a, another pass catcher. You need to you need he to protect Lyman. the man. He needs linemen. You need to, pre- so you need to protect him.
2: We and, need, and
0: linemen. We need you. linemen. You you are having the, 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 the curtain pulled over your eyes if you're thinking that you should draft anything other than the best lineman in the draft, even if it's an interior lineman, whatever you however you're grading a lineman, that's what you need. That's that is your biggest team need. You gotta protect the franchise. Oh, if, yeah. if, if Joe Burrow's I is good, as you say is he'll dump it off to whoever the hell. Who, who cares? Look, look, a tight end look. is not. Hold on a second. A tight end is not going to take Joe Burrow to the next level. It's not. I, he he might be. Pitts might be a, a crazy matchup. You know, a, a, it might he might be a fantastic player, great fantasy, all this stuff. But you got to protect the franchise.
1: I understand, and I would not that? be upset. I, will, I would not be upset if they drafted the best tackle in the draft. That would also be you know, totally good. I'd be very happy as a fan. But also now, after after seeing some of this stuff, if they drafted him, I'm going to be just as excited. You know I what's going to happen?
0: That's, that's fine. You're a fan. You can do whatever you want. We know what's going to happen, though. In classic Bengals fashion, they're going to draft a wide receiver and not the wide receiver that Burrow wants them to draft.
1: That would be they're so going to they're
0: gonna take the Heisman winner. They'll take Devontae Smith. Not what's his name, Lamar Chase. Lamar Chase. Yeah. Oh, his buddy, his that tiger. Is,
1: that is that is the most Bengals thing in the world. It's going to be John Ross the third all over again. Thank God there's not a combine. If there was a combine, they probably would be like, "Oh my God, he he ran a five, four 240 you know, like, "Oh, yeah." Uh, five two forty. That's two, super
0: whatever. slow. I, I get know. it. I get it. I get it. Um, Drew, did any, any players jump out to you? Are you ready to move on?
2: <laughs> I mean, I am ready to move on mainly because I know we have a lot more to get into. But, like, as far as the Packers go, like, their biggest needs right now are just defensive players. So, just, you know, give me any good defensive players later in the draft and I'm, I'm set, you know. That, spoken like the team, like the, the fan of a winner. Yeah, and, yeah, Andrew,
0: you have no idea a, what it's like to suffer. Let's get a safety. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like
2: early when when uh, Scotty was talking, I was I was sitting here thinking I wanted to make the comments so bad. Like I would just rather not be in the spot where you have a high draft pick two years in a row to get the best like quarterback and the best neck like next year. Yep. <laughs> All right. All
1: right. the Col- The Colts were the the Colts were the laughing stock of the league before Peyton Manning joined, and now look at them. So, you know who day
0: let's move on <laughs> so strange yes please Baseball. all right let's go baseball baseball the 2021 season baseball season kicked off yesterday um i did not watch any games um i mean i don't even have a team yet i'm working on it okay i'm working on it i've, I've been i've been hey i'm focused on hockey right now it's hockey season we're getting we're in the thick of it and my minnesota wilder are, are crushing it once again so um but that is not what we're talking about um what I, so because I am I've just showcased to the world and our viewer that we are that I am not a baseball expert. I'm going to toss it over to you guys for really a couple of things. What are you excited for this season? What are some good? Sto- I've read I've read like power rankings. I've gone through like what teams have what. But you guys can be the experts here. Tell me what I should know as this baseball season kicks off. Well, oh,
1: what I'm what I'm excited for is we're back to normal, baby. You know, last season, last season in baseball, it was it was definitely, like, a good moment when, you know, baseball came back because they were the first major sports, you know, sports organization to resume after COVID, shut everything down and everything like that. But let's be honest, last season sucked. Like, it was really, really bad. You played, you only played, you played AL and NL within this, like, it, it was the East, the Battle of the East, you know, and, like, that's only the only teams that you played. It was a it was a lopsided and terrible postseason format because of that regular season structure. I'm just I'm done with it. I don't even remember who won the World Series. I don't even care. It didn't count. Get out of here.
2: Get uh, out it, of it, here with that. I, I don't I, remember I, who won the World Series. Get I honestly out don't. You you, you could have told me the Dodgers. You could tell me maybe it was like the Astros we or something. Win. Whatever. It was the Dodgers. Yeah. Oh.
1: Exactly. Who won? No one. No one even knows or remembers, that's, and it doesn't that's matter. That's bull it doesn't even matter
2: bullish comment
1: of you now he's saying that
2: because his team sucked last year and bombed out
1: but but we sucked we sucked because of all the things that were happening it wasn't a real season that the
2: the worst part that
1: season's gonna go down that season's gonna go down with little asterisks saying hey yeah they didn't play a full 162 games and the playoffs were all messed up on who got to go in the nl central sent four teams four teams in the playoffs they all lost in a three-game series are you kidding me so none of that should matter the best teams weren't even in.
0: The this
2: playoffs just sounds like year. crybaby moments does, here. does that mean does, that, does this mean that the last
0: like with the astros and everything the last three or four seasons are all going to have an asterisk next to it well potentially
1: i was really excited so here's so getting back to the main story here okay so this is the first like we're back we're back to normal
0: the main 160,
1: story 100, 162 games it's a legit season now We're all like we're the Phillies are ready to go. They're going to they're going to they're going to be really they're going to play really well because as they were hitting their stride last season, you know, the season was over because it wasn't a full season. Right. So all that now also because there's fans now in the in the stadiums. Thank the Lord. We got some people back in. The Astros are finally getting their comeuppance and they're getting the booze all the time now. They got that yesterday, which is great. So now they're actually going to pay the public price for their their horrible scandal you know, a few seasons ago that's come out because they, they got they got a, a year-long pass. Of no one There's
2: already Twitter how... accounts dedicated to the Astros' walk of shame. Um It's exactly. pretty great. Do you,
0: actually, do you actually think they give a rip about any of that?
2: I, I mean, mean, seriously. They should. Do they, you think they that should. actually...
0: Hold on a second. I, they, they should. Okay, fine. You can take, like, the... Uh, where's your honor and all this stuff. Do you, do you actually think that, that they're like, oh, we're getting booze. Like, oh, I what have am- how am I supposed to go up to the plate and, and <laughs> come on? Hey, Professional ask, athletes. Wait, ask, we were the real Ask Johnny one.
1: Cueto. Ask Johnny Cueto what the boo birds are like. That's that's a ridiculous thing to say. Okay. That's regardless,
2: I I get what Scott's the talking about. The main, the the beautiful part about this season compared to last season is that each game is back to normal and not like if you lose one game, it's like losing five, that kind of stuff actually sucked. So I, I get that. Um, because as we've talked about before on this show, every game matters. Um, and I, I will hold that to my grave, but I wasn't going to go there, but regardless, uh, the question was, what are we excited about? What are the big storylines? Stuff like that. Um, I'm I'm obviously excited about the Dodgers. We have a great rotation. Uh, we have you know a lot of good position players. So yeah, we you know yeah. He, he, it's great. He, he's going audio medium. Let's keep it keep it. Keep I'm it cranking, sorry you buddy. distracted me. Um, but anyway, the the thing that sucked the most about yesterday was the weirdest opening day play that we've seen in a long long time, where uh, Bellinger hits essentially a home run, it was caught and bobbed out of the person's hand over the fence. But he passed on the base paths, Justin Turner, uh, because Justin Turner thought that the ball was in the glove, so he turned around because he did not tag up, and he was trying to run back to first. They called Cody Bellinger out, and Justin Turner got to score one run. It was the weirdest play but I, I understand it kind of after like th- watching a whole bunch of things and reading a whole bunch about it. But either way, they lost the game, and I'm super irritated. Uh, I'm not gonna say that it was because of that they lost like eight to five. Um, but the pitching was garbage yesterday, and it was not fun. So all all around bad opening day for me.
0: Is, is this is this gonna be the, is this gonna be how this this whole thing goes is whenever we talk baseball because you you every game matters you know truthers are gonna get and all worked up in the minutia of one game and i'm just gonna be sitting here rolling my eyes the whole time so i'm like it's one game they're the best they have the best roster in the whole league according to my sources so you were actually going to be like, you know, I know you're not like devastated, but according to the last time you we talked about it, you would be devastated. I mean, yeah, it on, was guys. very frustrating. I don't like losing no, Kevin. games.
1: <laughs> Kevin, you have to understand when you're a diehard fan of a team, you feel that loss. just, as, not just enjoyed,
0: I mean, I'm the, not saying the players, you don't feel the it. Players
1: feel that loss, too. They, they feel that loss. That, that affects them.
2: Oh, yeah, it does. Yeah, baseball players do, are extremely mind, streaky. Mind? You mind it's, texting me
0: Harper and just getting his take on it real quick, since I know you guys are buds and, and communicate all the time about this. You know how he feels. Come on, Scott.
1: It's true. When when you're when you're when you're playing well and you, maybe you won two two games out of the three game series and you're in that game three and you lose a game that you should have won because of a mistake or whatever, that affects the entire team. That whole bus ride home. It does. It absolutely does. And no one's like, well, you know, hey, well, we're playing 162 games. That was just one. So. You know, back out of tomorrow. I mean, sure they're going to be like that, but they're going to feel that loss. It's not. It's going to be consequential. And at the end of the season, guess what? If the Dodgers miss the playoffs by one game, or maybe they're seeding in the playoffs, or they have, maybe have to fight for a wild card now because of one game. We'll look back to this moment and be like, hey, hey, that was kind of
0: a you know. You could have just a answered a yes. This is how it's going to go, and then we would have we would have been
2: fine. <laughs> I'm I'm not going to necessarily say that this is how it's going to go, but I I do. I think that when you're talking baseball, one of the the best parts about talking about baseball is complaining about little things. It's great. I love it. I love being like, man, Verlander just couldn't find his slider today. That sucked. And, like, he, he got hit all over the place because he couldn't throw the slider, like, as well as he normally does. You know what I mean? But baseball is an extremely streaky sport. Players get on, you know, tears where three, four, five-game streaks, they're just, like, batting 600, 500, and they're they're just doing insanely well. And then, like, the next two weeks, they go on huge slumps where all of a sudden, it's like, why are you even starting this guy right now? So, I don't know. Baseball, I think, is is weird where it's easy for players to get in their own heads. And, like, with all the routines and rituals that they have, I mean— they're they're so superstitious that it's like if if their hat's on just slightly wrong like they feel like oh that was why i lost this game so it's it just kind of goes with baseball i would say with with
0: with pitchers i'm i'm with you because if if you think about i mean how many games does does a does a starting pitcher start what like in the course of a season
2: 12 ish it's like i mean uh like Close to thirty to thirty-two, I uh, thir- would say. Yeah, 30-32. Okay, okay. Well, so if in, in in the in the season of a pitcher,
0: they're playing about they're playing a much many many fewer games. So I can I can get you there. I can see you there because it's it's something that's easier to digest. Whereas, it's like, okay, if you if you have if you have a, a batter, a second baseman that has a great April, a bad May, a great June, and then a, a terrible rest of the season. Was he hot, or is he just not good? Like, like, what, like, when is he is he good when he's bad, or is he bad when he's good? What's the reality here? You have too many. There's too big of a sample size. It's impossible to evaluate.
1: It's As a very, fan, it's very, it's actually very well, easy to not, evaluate. That's you're why not we a have fan of, of any team no, I mean,
0: yeah. What I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, okay, let's say you have an outfielder, and he just goes for for a for a month. He's just he's just knocking dingers back. He's he's scoring all kinds of runs.
1: Seeing the ball well that month.
0: Seeing the ball very well. Okay. That's right. But the rest of the year, he's average to below average, maybe even below below average. What do you take away from that? He's is is a, he good? Are you excited about him the next year? Not, Are you like, well, we oh, he saw because he showed he showed a flash, but but through the course of you know, what I'm saying like you could tell he, yourself anything
1: the coaches the coaches and scouts and all the people that are with the team day in and day out they are they've been around enough to know when someone is playing above their their potential and they're having like a tear of a of a of a streak or this is just how they are it's more than just the home runs that they hit or the base hits it's about how they're seeing the ball how they're swinging how they're feeling in batting practice the angle the angle of their bat you know like that there's all those factors that they analyze way more than the late the late people like we are do to determine who's really good and skilled and and quality and who's not. Who could be coached, who could be improved. I scouting can't be. Well, but, seems but like you biggest... don't because you would you would have you wouldn't have mentioned it then. No.
2: No the no. the biggest thing in baseball though is consistency. And, and you get the most excited about players who are going to stay consistent. Because in like those case that you're talking about, it could just be a guy who's filling in for somebody who got hurt, who got called up from the minors, and he has like an insanely good month. But as soon as that other dude's healthy, he's coming back and replacing that guy instantly. He's going back to AAA. Because they know at... that like he's not going to have the same potential because he essentially got lucky for a month. Like, look look at
1: pinch hit look at pinch hitters in the national league, for example. Those guys, you're putting them in at critical spots to pinch hit and you're hoping that they do well, but those guys aren't a part of the starting lineup that day. You know what I mean? Like they're not they're not good enough to play every day, but at a pinch, hey, we're gonna put this guy in. So like there 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 is there's different there's different skills and abilities that make a player good.
0: This and, all started because because it, we're talking about opening day and the Dodgers lost a game and, and you two were making the case that one bad game can send a player to a freaking death spiral, apparently. And what I'm telling you is if that's Kershaw's case, confidence is going to be ever, destroyed okay, right looking? now.
2: <laughs> I mean, he, he had a seven ERA on okay, opening I did, day. I didn't hear, I didn't hear what you said. You're going to have to uh, say Sorry. That. Okay. Kershaw's confidence is going to be destroyed though. Right now he had a seven ERA on opening day. That's they not just a great... won the World
0: Series. That he's doesn't... the best pitcher in baseball. Who cares? You're telling me this professional athlete can't get over one bad game? I could. I can't believe. I, I could. Okay, if 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 a, if a, if a batter, because pitchers, I I'm already saying are a little bit different. Even though I believe Kershaw can bounce back from one bad game, he's had several in the postseason, and he's still whatever. But I can see. I can see a batter getting really shaken if he has a terrible 14 day stretch. Or he's just, nothing's going right for him. I could see that 14 days extending into another week or another two weeks or something like that. But one game, we're talking about the one game sample size here. That's but how they've already
2: been playing for a month. They're, they're supposed to be warmed up by now. They've been they're doing spring games. training. We just,
0: about, we just talked about NFL preseason doesn't matter and people don't need it. That baseball needs that. You're telling me that the, the no. The I'm, five saying that, months, I'm saying four that. I'm saying that the baseball players
2: don't play baseball. They totally lose everything. I'm saying yeah, that they do. just because. They
1: do. That's true.
2: They do. I'm saying that just because they lost they yesterday, be. that one player might be on a 14 day bad streak because he's been playing for the last 14 days. Yes, <laughs> but
0: but it but it takes the the 13 days to determine if they're going to be on a 14 day bad streak. It doesn't take the one one today's yesterday's yesterday's bad game does not mean that we should be worried about tomorrow. That's my only point because it's one game. If the last 10 games has us, gives us a reason to be worried about the next seven. That's what I'm saying. That's my only point. I'm not saying people don't get streaky. I'm not saying baseball is a crappy sport. I love you guys. I love the world. I love baseball. I'm going to watch. I might even watch a couple games this afternoon. You might, that?
1: you might watch a game.
0: I may turn one. I might flip one on. Yeah. In between all my other, all my other reality TV shows. That's all I'm saying, is that one game, we shouldn't be concerned. As a fan, your team, you want them to win. You take it to heart. I
2: get it. Like,
1: you, you know what it is, Drew? Drew? It's because he hasn't picked a team yet.
2: Yeah, it really if is. He,
1: if, 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 if he picks a team, it's all going to be different
2: now. If he... He'll, if he, he'll understand
1: what it, what it's like. Okay,
2: if he committed to, like, the Padres today and just decided, I'm going to follow the Padres exclusively and, and just... Just for this season, not care about any other team except for the Padres. He will start to realize how much it sucks when you do lose like three, four games in a row, and you're you're feeling bad because you're but like you haven't lost hold on, hold on. three or four but games you, in a row yet. That's my point.
1: This Drew, this is what he'll he'll understand once he once he actually follows a team and he understands all the nuances of the game and really like the nuances of a team and th- in a specific team following that team what their actions are what what a manager does you know in, in a game and he actually you 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 will come into situations where it'll be you know May 16th and it's gonna be a Friday night or whatever it is and and you know the manager is gonna put in this reliever that you know is gonna give up two runs and guess what that reliever gives up two runs and you're like what the hell we lost the game because of this and that's going to impact your entire season. You Kevin, because
2: Kevin, of that. not Kevin, not picking a team is like if he looked at the the lineup card one day and saw Tatis not in the game, he'd be like, "Why aren't they starting that guy?" Meanwhile, like. He he might be slumping for the last, like, three, four days or something like that, and they just need to give him some rest because he tweaked some part of his leg or you, some you garbage are, like
0: that. You guys, are, you guys are talking to the Browns fan. Like, I don't know how to, to, to be sport. worried. I don't know it's how to be worried sport. about a, a losing streak, okay? Can you a freaking break. No, you? A different, different sport. sport. I, I understand the nuances of sports, okay? I don't need to. I don't need that explained to me.
1: You don't. You actually kind of need this yeah, explained.
0: Let me, just, let, me just, let me throw this out there. I'm, I've been I've been watching almost every single wild game that they've had this season, and they lose a game. They lost a game the other night to, to the. No, that's not a good look. I forgot. I think it was the knights. Let's just say it was. So the you're it's cool with them being sport. in third no, place right sport. now, right? Uh, well, no, I want them to be in first place. But I'm just saying they lost a game. It's the first game they've lost in, I don't know, seven games. I would have liked to win, but I'm not devastated. My night wasn't ruined. I'm like, oh, God, that sucks, but I got over it. I'm not it's thinking a- about like, oh, it's, it's, oh what's, what's going on with Viala's wrist shot? Like, come on, man. It's a different sport completely different It's well, no shit, Scotty. But The thing I would say is
2: similar, though, is that it's all about, like, your division standings and stuff like that. So, like, yeah, they might have lost one game or something like that, but they're still in third place right now. They're not winning the division right now. It all started because we're talking about opening day. That's the only game of baseball that's been played. It's one game. No, they're playing today. Everybody's. that's the beauty of it is they play all the time. So, like, it matters every day. You check every day.
0: All right. Well, uh, that was today's episode. Hope everybody, everybody enjoyed it. What a mess. Guys, I, you know, this is great. It's good stuff. But I just can't believe that we, you know, this is going to be a
2: thing.
1: <laughs> you need to pick a baseball team so you can understand the sport better and you can follow it like a true fan, not I'm, someone who does not I, I am actually working baseball. on it. Okay. Good. We're excited to hear it.
2: Okay, so I guess, are we going to do top three now? Are we done? Yeah, we should do that. Okay. So I guess I can start, and then we can end with, like, Kevin's top three or something. I don't know. I love that, Andrew. I love that. Okay. So I'll go with Scotty. Scotty, I want your top three Mexican dishes.
1: Mexican dishes. All right, well, I like enchiladas. Chicken enchiladas, not beef, green sauce. Uh, I'm gonna go with tacos, of course, traditional tacos, uh, ground beef, uh, ground beef, ground beef, lettuce, a little bit of cheese, and then that Ortega taco sauce on the top. That's some good stuff. And then number one, well, this isn't number one, but the third one is a very underrated, almost always skipped on on a menu. Is churros, man. Churros are good.
0: No debate there.
1: All right. So I'm
0: asking.
1: <laughs> I, I'm asking Kevin. You yes. ask
2: Kevin. Uh, this is great. Beautiful, ironed-out system.
0: <laughs> uh, it's the system. It's the it's the it's the multiple game seasons. I don't get it, man. It's all. Oh, the shame. The sports shame that I'm feeling at this moment not because Should i'm be. wrong i know i'm right i just i just don't know how to i i, I have failed in not being able to to open your eyes that's that's I, that's my failing so i'm sorry
1: but my eyes are wide open bro you need you need to get committed to this sport and then you'll understand it you you have no you have no authority to, to even talk about it cuz you're so <laughs> this not guy, just give him a
0: top
2: with... 3 just give him a I, top 3 I, I,
0: Hold on. I gave you guys the stage, Jen, and I said I'm not an expert. I said that.
2: Right. Okay. That doesn't mean I don't. Just because you're not an expert doesn't mean you have to poo poo all over it when we get in depth on it, you know? That's right. About one game, I'm going to poo poo that every time. Come come at me when we're talking games. Well, then then like we can we'll poo poo Pro Day because it doesn't matter. They didn't play any real NFL games. You can poo poo anything if it's if at, you're just talking about that. that.
1: Come at us when you have some skin in the game and you actually feel the the feeling of a loss when your team loses in baseball. Okay.
0: Okay. okay. All right. Let's, let's this okay. All right. You're <laughs> you're.
1: <laughs> all right. This top three. I want your top three. Favorite
0: flowers. Flowers? Yeah, it's springtime. That is appropriate. Rose. Chrysanthemum. Flowers kind of suck. I'm not really a big flower guy. (laughs) I never understood them. I don't get why it's a good gift. I don't know why it's consoling. They smell good for a week and they die. Give me some chocolates. Give me an edible arrangement. I should buy some shares in an edible arrangement. That is a great idea. Flowers are dumb. Third flower that I will choose. Freaking lilies, I guess. I don't know. I'm not happy about that top three. Not my performance in it, but the top three itself. And actually, that made me forget my top three, so I'm going to have to improv here, and it's going to be weird. I had such a good one, too. Oh, I remembered it, Andrew. Top three prehistoric animals. Okay. Um, That's good shit right there. That's a good show. Hmm.
2: Prehistoric animals. I'm going to go with uh, a Stegosaurus a pterodactyl, and a prehistoric ground sloth. Those things are, dumb. Those are pretty B.A. Let's go.
0: That's the show. We'll yell at you later. All right, so if you've listened this far, you must, for some reason, like what you've heard. So um, given that, please remember to like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, Make sure to follow us on Twitter at ObsessionCast for all future episode updates and whatever else we might post, sports related or otherwise. Thanks for watching.